Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Traction.gg podcast where we talk about racing games, sim racing and racing esports. When WRC Generations, the official game of the World Rally Championship, launches in November, it will mark the end of the Parisian developer Killaton's involvement in the franchise. Recently, we were lucky enough to be invited to its studio in France to discuss the development of its upcoming and final WRC game and hear from the development team about its creation and how the studio has evolved over the past eight years. On this episode, we'll be joined by three members of the KT Racing team as they near the title's release, starting with, of course, creative director Alain Jarnoux, who has been the lead on every WRC game the team has ever created. So stay tuned for behind-the-scenes insights into what the team has been working on. So Alan, pleasure to meet you again. Thank you very much for your time. We're looking at WRC uh, Generations. So there seems to be a lot of um, content from previous WRC games and cars, plus the new hybrid generation Rally 1 vehicles. So is this uh, a culmination of everything you've learned over the past eight or nine years, or seven or eight years? Something in that region anyway. It's uh, eight years that I'm uh, working for uh, KT Racing from WRC 5. Uh, so yes, it's, uh, uh, we wanted to put in the game uh, lots of content uh, to, one, as lots of things to discover for the players, but also create uh, the possibility to have uh, lots of combinations for the competitions that we will use in, uh, in the league system. I see. So the league system is something that will allow people... You've already got clubs... And you've already got online multiplayer and you've already got the co-driver mode. So there's a lot to play. But Leagues is a new thing where you can effectively play in these weekly challenges against people of a similar skill level. Is that correct? Exactly. So, yeah, the club system is a a way for people to create their own competition. Uh, Online play, it's it's a quick play with other players. But uh, League system is more like an official in-game competition. Uh, so uh, you go for qualification time where the, the game will uh, evaluate your skills, your, your level of, of driving, and then put you in leagues with people of your level. It means uh, you've, got, you've got less frustrated than being in a huge leaderboard uh, somewhere in, in the thousands, but you are then in the leagues, in your league with... I would say something like 30 people, just 30 people. So it's a reachable goal to be one of the best and have a chance to the week after to be in the upper league. So it's uh, something you can imagine to do, which is motivating and uh, very rewarding, more than just a big leaderboard uh, that uh, we used to do. I see. So looking forward to playing this hopefully in a few weeks' time. Uh, in November when the game releases and then we can see what that's like. Mm-hmm. That should be very competitive. Speaking of competition, uh, Killaton and the WRC, you were very early with racing esports, I think. 2016 was the first one, which is ahead of like Formula One even. Um, <laughs> so has it been pleasurable to watch that across the years? I know you visit the final uh, each year. Yeah. And have you had any feedback over the years from the e- professional esports drivers to then improve the way the game drives? It's yes. It's the first one was in uh, 2016 yeah. on WRC5, so one year after the launch. Yeah. So we've done seven uh, final, as far as I remember. Uh, very different location, uh, and we see different profile of drivers coming in the competition. But now, uh, with all the experience we've got, the last one was in Greece. 
very professional. It's uh, it's at the same time as the um, rally in Greece. It was on the same site than the first super special uh, of the rally. So it's it was really an amazing uh, experience. As as you said, we were the first game to do e-sport competition at the same time as the uh, official competition. Uh, that's quite. Uh, uh, we are quite proud of it, and uh, it's finished now. But uh... which is a shame. <laughs> but you said there you were proud of it, and I guess there's other elements you should be proud of through the history of the game as well. So for me, my personal opinion was WRC eight and nine really brought on the physics. I think you mentioned earlier that the career mode came in WRC eight, and from the statistics, it's the most played game mode yeah, as well exactly, yeah. so are those two areas that you would also say that you're very happy with at the end of this series the physics and the career mode or other areas as well that you're immensely proud of as a team I think the all the evolution we've got all, uh, the company Kiloton and KT Racing uh, have grown up with with this series of game so uh, it's it's really a big package of things that uh, all the stuff simulation is very important we are making racing games we with the time with uh, over the years we've got a very solid simulation today which we can be proud of uh, so this is very important all the discussion the way we um, we talk with the official uh, licensors for example we've got lots of experience on it the things we managed to put in the game which was not possible the first year for example uh, all this stuff is very is very uh, um, it's very rewarding on uh, on this journey with the WRC series and uh, i think people became expert uh, some people don't really know really before they start working with us mm. on the series and most of them become uh, fans of rally because uh, we we used to as much as we can go to a rally uh, an actual rally with the team so they can feel how it is in real life and and that's very very that's a very impressive uh, experience being in a real rally it's uh, I, i would say people everyone should, should try this because when you hear the the cars uh, going through on the road Uh, in the service park, the, the ambience, people, mm. the way the, the, the fans are, are, are very, very cool, love their, the, the competition. It's a very, very nice experience. Yeah, I can actually tell the way you're speaking and the team about uh, WRC. And because we're in your office, you've got the McLean books there and rally pictures and frame that you're very impassioned about rally as a sport. So when WRC launches, are you going to miss working on the WRC? Or are you looking forward to brand new projects I will miss it uh, definitely yeah. yes true that, that's it's uh, it's all about the what is rally what is the uh, this universe the, the people we used to, to work with uh, uh, all the, the the fan of the competition the people that uh, uh, loved our game uh, everything will uh, uh, I will miss it but uh, it's also um, a new page and uh, we've got a new history to, to write We've got a test drive unlimited game to do also. It's, it's, a, big, uh, it's a big challenge also. So uh, we are uh, happy with what we've done with WRC. It was a, a very, very, very nice experience. Uh, but we, we've got new things to do and a new history to, to write. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Both generations and what's coming next. So I won't keep you too long. We've also got a train to catch. But final, final two really quick questions. Do you have a particular favorite car from the WRC over the years? 
I think put you on the spot there. That was the hardest question of the day, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I think uh, I would say I th- it's complicated because uh, um, I love the new generation of cars mm-hmm. uh, with the uh, hybridation. It's very nice. It's a new way of driving. It's more powerful. Uh, uh, so I love those cars, but I would say if uh, if there's a car that are the uh, the Alpine is very nice, uh, just because it was the first car to. It's a French car. I was going to say it's French. <laughs> it's French car, and it's the first one to to won uh, the to win the the competition. Right, the first so, world champion car. Yeah, it's a it's a car that has uh, make his comeback. Have a new version yep. those days. It's a it's a car we will see also. Uh, in other game we make so oh, okay <laughs> i would say that uh, one yeah. of the the my, my favorite car yeah yeah I, I love the alpine as well it's very petite and yeah, it's very agile it's so it's so tiny yeah. it's impressive cool oh well alan thank you very much for your time and best of luck with the launch of wrc generations thank you very much well thank you again alan for inviting us to his office which i must say is filled with interesting rally memorabilia the passion and dedication is clear next up philippe dassonville who is the lead vehicle artist on wrc generations at kt racing we speak here about the car development process which involves for this year all new rules for the top category which kt racing must adapt to so philippe Thank you very much for your time. I know you're very busy. WRC Generations is about to uh, launch, but you're the lead vehicle artist. So I'd just like you to explain, please, uh, your overall job. Yes, my, my overall job is to manage a team of uh, vehicle artists to create the cars that are used in um, WRC. Okay, and there's quite a few cars. Obviously, you have to get the official cars as close as possible, but also you've also got these historical cars coming in, and there's more of those... Uh, for WRC Generations as well. What's the biggest challenge when creating a car in the game? Is it the newer stuff, the older stuff? Uh, um, I I don't think it's a matter of um, old stuff or uh, new stuff. It's um, the biggest challenge is to to have a good start with the car, to to create the, the right shape uh, that are okay uh, on the beginning. Because if, if you don't have the, the right shape on the beginning and you continue the process with texturing and, uh, and other stuff, uh, you can lose a lot of time to get back and, and uh, fix the problems you had uh, in the beginning. Oh, I see. Right. So you've got to make sure the basic shape is correct yes. before moving on. So when it comes to the current Rally 1, the new generation hybrid cars, do you get all the information back from the teams to then make sure they're as accurate as possible? Are, they, are you working with them? Uh, yes, so at, at my level, I'm working uh, with uh, my producer, which um, which uh, talks a lot with uh, Nakon, and Nakon sends the, um, some visuals to uh, to the manufacturers or to the sponsors, and um, and they get uh, and we get f- feedback from them, and so. Uh, Many times we have to uh, fix things, but... Uh, ah, okay, yeah. Is that because the manufacturers and the sponsors are very particular? They want to be very precise with their... Yes, with their yes. It, de- it depends on the brand uh, which are making feedback, but uh, some of them want to to be uh, well seen on the, ah, okay, yeah. uh, on the game, so they... 
Yes, they, they want to have the, the, the best uh, visual. Mm. So they, they ask for uh, for few uh, fix. Okay. okay. I'm sure it's a balancing act that you have to work with. Um, when, just in particular, for the new cars for this season in WRC Generations, did you get the CAD information early before they were publicly revealed, the cars? Or did you have to wait for the cars to be uh, announced before you started working on them? That was a little problem that uh, we had to wait to, to get the, the, the references. So, uh, yes, we, um, we started with um, historical, the new historical cars because we had some f uh, photo and, uh, and stuff like that. So we, we began them uh, at first time and then uh, we got the pictures from uh, Monaco Rally and, and the, the CAD models. And then once we had them, we, we, we went uh, very quickly on this, uh, this process to create uh, the, these cars. Yeah, that, I think that's fascinating because yeah, you've had to start working some historical cars first because in the real world, these cars were top secret until the Monte Carlo rally. And so yes. you, normally, you couldn't do anything until that was, and that was in January of this year. So it's, yes. it's all been a, a big rush, I'm sure. So, so I, we had to wait a little bit and uh, it, it was a little bit frustrating, but it, it's, uh, that's the game, I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. especially because this season it's new rules, so it's all, it's mm. all different for everybody. So um, of the new vehicles that are in WRC Generations, do you have a particular favorite? Uh, yes, I, I, I like the um, um, I like the Ford Puma, which is uh, um, I, I like the shapes of this car, and uh, I, li I like the liveries, which are a bit aggressive, but uh, I like it. Yeah, there's a nice bit of purple in the livery, and it looks yes, really yes, yes, yes. It's a good design. Okay, well, Philippe, I will let you finish your work on WRC Generations. It's coming out very soon, but thank you very much. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Philippe. Don't forget. Any questions about WRC Generations, please email podcast at traction.gg and we may run through a few on a future podcast episode. If you enjoy this podcast, please do follow on rate on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Right, next up, Nadia Francois, and we run through how a producer ties all the various groups involved in development together, the tricky nature of working through a pandemic, and how WRC Generations is a result of several years' hard work. My role is about managing uh, the whole team. Uh, I'm not alone, I work with uh, two SSA producers and uh, we kind of uh, split the responsibilities. Um, but my being more specific about me, I'm um, overlooking at uh, everyone. We uh, have a very interesting daily uh, meeting every morning, so it's very important to keep uh, the whole team together. Uh, every lead has uh, its own um, meetings uh, with the, the, the different, uh, you know, uh, jobs. But um, our production team is really the link, uh, you know, making sure everything is in order. And we're very also uh, problem-solving oriented. We're the ones we are, are called when we have, like, the team has any issues, so... So you're the glue that sticks everything together? Yes, so exactly. So are you overseeing the people who are designing the cars, yep. making the stages, creating the audio, everything like this, and making sure everything's at the right time in the right order, so to speak? Yeah. 
Definitely. And we're also the link to our um, publishing uh, company, Nacon, because we're now part of the Nacon group. And uh, we have a daily uh, conversation with uh, their production team. So it's um, a team of uh, two people. Um, and on a daily basis, we talk about production timelines. We talk about licensing uh, matters. Uh, how um, this is a really um, interesting collaboration, and uh, we work as a team. It's okay. definitely one team spirit. So, so with that in mind, WRC Generations is nearly finished. It's nearly released. Yeah. So, is it quite? fraught in this, at this stage of the game or is, do you think the majority of the work is complete and then you're going to be looking forward to a, another project? Oh, it's uh, almost complete. We're definitely in a stage where we're polishing and yeah. you know adding just a little bit, a uh, few, few things. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're really confident in a very strong, uh, strong game experience. Uh, this year. Yeah, and it, and it ends the franchise for Kiloton. Yeah. So how do you think the game has developed over the years you worked on it? You know, do you see, is it, is it more resource intensive? Is, are the production quality levels higher as you've, as you've gone on? Well, uh, it's been, uh, that, that one particularly has been uh, quite a, a challenge because as um, you might have discussed with uh, some other people from our team, uh, we want it to be like the full experience, the full KT and WRC experience. So we really wanted to have as much content as possible and definitely improve the whole game experience from little things to the biggest things that were expected by the players. And um, we're really, really happy with that. Uh, we're lucky because um, we, the pandemic situation is hopefully improving a little bit. Uh, but if I'm thinking about the previous title, WRC 10, that one was a challenge, an impressive okay. challenge. Talk to me some more about the WRC challenge for 10. We're in a in amidst the pandemic and you're trying to gather everyone together, yeah. together that's remote or not and the calendar's changing and you don't know what's going on. Yeah, it was, it was an incredible experience uh, when looking at it like now we released it <laughs> because at this time it was kind of, you know, making white hair. <laughs> um, on, a, on a management uh, perspective, uh, the biggest challenge was that everyone was working on remote uh, not only KT, but like every company uh, indeed. And, uh, but we managed to um, still get the team get together uh, you know, with um, online meetings and uh, not only to talk about business, but also uh, you know, get the team uh, gather uh, uh, together. And uh, it, it, was, it was quite a challenge, but we, we did it. And on the product management perspective and uh, the situation with all the rallies cancelled, yes, it was quite um, a, another challenge. Was that a big achievement then? When it was finally done and you had the two plus release updates done, exactly. it was like fantastic and now we can finally focus on... Exactly, the on the next, yes, yes. So 
we had to uh, be more um, creative, even more creative, think outside the box, like we say. Uh, and we definitely needed and wanted to stick to the uh, championship yeah. uh, rallies. Yeah. And since the agenda had to change and many rallies were cancelled, uh, but we still managed to do it. So it's, yeah, a good thing. Merci, Nadia. It was a pleasure. To round out this episode, we once again speak to Laurent Blanc, a.k.a. Nexel. We chatted to him last year when he won the 2021 WRC Esports crown, but since then, he's won the 2022 season as well, his fourth. So I don't think there's anyone better to speak to about the evolution of the WRC games. Here's Lauren. Lauren Blanc, aka Nexel, four-time WRC Esports World Champion. Congratulations on your most recent win. What does it take to become a champion within the WRC games? A lot of practice, I guess? Yes, a lot of practice, a lot of uh, dedication, I would say, a lot of uh, determination, and of course, uh, keeping to to high level isn't easy, of course, to, to, to be at the top level like that but uh, it's something I like to do and uh, I will definitely try to do a lot of uh, times and uh, for longer as I can but uh, yeah we'll see how uh, future week will be yeah so uh, I think you're you must have the some of the most hours the greatest hours in the WRC games by Killaton than anyone else so therefore your opinion is is valuable so Obviously, you've been winning the virtual competitions, but have you also then fed back to the development team over the years about the physics and the handling of vehicles, for example? Of course, since WRC5, I know the team, KT and Aiken, of course, I have given them some feedbacks of the handling of game modes and everything, or even some bugs. Sometimes we find, of course, we have to find bugs with... So a lot of training we do but uh, yeah it's a really good journey and to see how the game has been evolving and everything so yeah really cool yeah and so the game has changed a lot over the years from WRC 5 to WRC Generations my personal opinion is it's now got uh, since like WRC 8 or 9 the suspension the way that worked was a, was a big change and it also meant that it was then quicker to use a steering wheel and therefore more realistic. Is that something, is that an opinion that you also share? Of course, it became a lot uh, realistic and even closer to simulation, even though some players still play on controllers, for example. Some players qualified on eSports USC with controllers, so it also means it's playable and, yeah. of course, doable. But uh, yeah, the game feels really natural on the steering wheel, so uh, I would say... It's most important, I would. So, yeah, that's a really cool step uh, for the WRC games. Is there anything in particular that you're really looking forward to with the WRC generations, which is coming out at the time we're speaking in a few weeks' time? Of course, there's the new cars because uh, the hybrid system will be something I will discover. So, a lot of uh, optimization to see what um, to, to use because we have three different mapping. So, uh, a lot to 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 do uh, with uh, all the setups, of course, of the cars and everything. So new stages. Uh, so yeah, really looking forward. In all the WRC games, do you have a favorite location or favorite stage? Uh, or a few? <laughs> I would say Monte Carlo. I always oh, yeah. felt pretty comfortable on on these stages. 
uh, I think uh, that's all. Well, you've got a mixture of com- conditions there, haven't you? And also, you can mix the different tyres, which you used actually to win, uh, to great effectiveness, partly to win the recent eSports Championship, right? Yeah, for the 2022 finals, I had to use um, the mixed tyres, which um, makes me faster on the high section because in Monte Carlo, there are some high section with the asphalt section. So I had to use uh, this tyre to, to be faster and which helped me to, to have a really good gap um, to, to be in contention for the World Championship. Super. Well, thank you for your time, Lauren. Now, I've just been watching you play Generations on this motion simulator. So I'm going to have a go now and see if I can get within, I don't know, a minute of your best time. <laughs> a minute, you can be, I think, a lot better than that, no? You, you've not seen me driving. <laughs> I don't know, we'll see. Okay, let's, let's go try that out now. Well, that's just about all we have time for on this particular episode. Thank you for joining us on the Traction.gg podcast. We really appreciate it. And WRC Generations launches on the 3rd of November 2022 for PlayStation, PC and Xbox with Switch due before the end of the year. Traction.gg, the website and our YouTube channel, will be your place for the latest news, updates, guides and a full review for the game. Links are in the podcast description. Thank you very much. Keep it pinned.